Good morning and welcome to the Live Your Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Frank Marco, and here we are again. We got another exciting guest here, Miss Shay Reagan, um, another multi-talented lady. Um, Shay does a lot of different things. She's also um, a very good artist. She does all kinds of really good art. Her pieces are known around and, uh, and I also, um, am a part of a program that she is actually doing. She, she works with some health stuff. And if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, um, the program that she's doing in the beginning, she didn't understand. I think I would say exactly all the benefits because she's always been pretty healthy. Is that about right? And then oh, she yeah. started sharing it with some other people that do have problems. And it's and then she started noticing that there's a lot of benefit to what she has and that it's helping a lot of people. I'm actually one of them. Um, and if if I'm also not mistaken, it wasn't intended to help you lose weight, but just to get rid of inflammation. Uh, but people are losing weight um, because their bodies are now starting to respond the way they were supposed to in the first place. So okay. they're getting healthier again. My energy level has gone way up. I lost over 10 pounds and my memory is starting to come back. And I'm telling you at 58, that's a good feeling. So I'm just going to introduce her to you guys. And uh, Shay, how's it going? Hey, hey, it's Shay. I'm doing fantastic today. Awesome. I really appreciate you having me on here today. It's exciting to be able to talk with you. How's the weather there in Florida? Oh, are you going to kill me if I tell you? It's about 70 degrees here. Uh, it's getting a little cooler the next couple of days. We're supposed to be hunkering down, so we'll get the parkas out, and it'll be about 50, I guess. Oh, 50. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I had a guest last night from New Zealand. She's got the same problem. Maybe even a little yep. warmer than yours because they're in summertime there. But, yeah. Yeah, we have ice. <laughs> but we, good. We, we did have a reprieve for a couple of days it got up around 52 so for south dakota this time of year that's really good you've got to defrost a little bit huh well you know you have an invitation to come down here if you ever want to thoroughly thaw out yes and and dawn actually said yes to that she wouldn't mind doing Yay. that we'll just uh good. we'll we'll uh we'll just um throw hannah on uh, her older sister for a few days and we'll just fly on you two down. kids run away for a little bit that's good. yes yes road trip <laughs> i need a vacation mm-hmm. but well, you can um, come here totally when, totally chill i don't know about you but um we've known each other for a while and we're both into the self-knowledge industry yeah. we're both into empowering people and helping people out so when I'm doing that, I feel like I'm on a vacation. I feel relaxed and because I, I enjoy it so much. Mm-hmm. And I know you're the same way. And um, just so you know, um, the Live Your Greatness podcast is mostly going to be designed for helping women bring their story out to the world and getting your guys' information out there. Because um, I honestly believe that... Uh, you guys are going to be the ones that actually help heal the world with all the cripe, the stuff that's going on right now. So um, I just want to, I'm going to turn it over to you. And 
I want you to explain to people what it is you do and maybe even some of the things that are coming up. Well, you're right. I started this out just as a, a cleanse. Um, I actually was not feeling too good myself and I've always been very healthy. I went through a period of time where we uh, changed location. I moved to a different state, started a new business and things were hectic to say the least, um, working mad crazy hours. And I found myself grabbing whatever kind of sort of healthy I could find at, you know, 10 o'clock at night at sometimes two in the morning and going to Waffle House before finishing up at five became a bit of a bad habit. Um, and I realized that I was 30 pounds overweight and I did what most people traditionally do, which was watch what I ate, watch the portions, you know, make sure I wasn't going too far outside, you know, mm -hmm. the, the lines basically. And I ended up gaining seven pounds. I thought this is ridiculous because now I'm being careful and it still didn't stop. Oh, you gained more weight when I you got careful. More. It was crazy. So what I realized at that moment was there's a thing called, um, it's your metabolic like runaway, your metabolic mutiny, I call it, where things have become so damaged that yeah. your metabolism just is on a, a run of its own. It's not really paying attention right. to what you're fueling your body with. And it's just on a destructive course, basically. So my metabolism had slowed down. I probably could have eaten nothing and still gained weight with the way that it was going. Right. And so I realized I needed to do something drastic. Mm -hmm. I needed to do something extremely healthy and I needed to do it right away. So I delved into what I had studied for 37 years on physiology, natural health, homeopathy, holistics. And I really went into pull out the core elements that I found were beneficial in any and all of those modalities. Okay. Um, I put together my own creation. And I committed myself to every day doing this and seeing what happened. Right. And I was at a point at about two weeks and I was wondering, you know, is this really doing anything? Um, I stepped on a scale, which I don't normally do. And I mm. saw that I had lost. I felt a little bit better. I felt like I was sleeping better, but it wasn't profound enough for me to really say, yeah, this is working fantastic. So I gave it a go two more weeks. And that's when it really started to hit me that I was able to rely on my memory where it was going. I have an eidetic memory and I had to keep a lot of facts and figures, people's names, addresses uh, at a construction company. So we were doing a lot of remodeling and there was a lot of things, materials wise, colors, you know, all sorts of things to keep track of. And I was always very good about pulling something out of my mind and knowing exactly what it was adamantly. Right. And I had started to doubt myself when the inflammation kind of kicked in and the weight stuff. And I started to recognize that I was able to remember things better. I, I started writing things down. I, I lost a piece of paper mm. and I had to think. I had to challenge my mind again to think, what did I write on that paper? And I got it accurately right. And it started me thinking that maybe this is working a little bit. Yeah. So I was excited about that and um, I stayed with it for 16 weeks. I dropped 37 pounds. I was ecstatic because I really didn't have room to do anything else in my schedule. I couldn't exercise. Mm. Um, I have a tendency to try to make an exercise out of things I do. So if I'm 
you know, reaching for the hammer on lunging, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> trying to do something to make it worthwhile, you know, yeah. to, to make it doubly effective. And, um, you know, lifting, always keeping my back, you know, using my legs. And, um, you know, it's really important to make sure that you're aware of your body when you're doing things, you're working your muscles well. And um, I, I was excited when I reached that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, there's a side effect to all this. I ended up having to get another wardrobe. So <laughs> there's a downside to it. It's but not it really was... a downside though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had spent most of my life in a size uh, either one to five, six and about right. there, depending on who you know the manufacturer was. And um, I, I found myself up at a size nine, which was mm-hmm. not my norm. And although it's not huge, it wasn't comfortable for me. I knew, and I knew I was going to keep pushing it and end up in a 10, yeah. you know, and, and keep going from there, which I was not about to do. Right. Um, I, I don't believe in just giving in and giving up. And mm-hmm. I believe that if you take care of your body, it will take care of you. And right. as a Christian, you know, you take care of your temple. You have to make sure that you don't allow pollutants in, whether they be visual, whether they be things you hear, or they be, you know, substance you put in your body. You have to be right. very very pure about what you do and your body will respect you and get you where you need to go so because yeah, boy i'll tell you what my body lost complete respect for me <laughs> uh before i got on your program um <clears throat> i have i'm six one and a half well i'm six one now i'm losing some weight or height because all gravity's the, pulling you down it's pulling <laughs> you gotta man. lose some weight so you spring back up <laughs> but, but i i was in between like uh for just I've been skinny my whole life mm-hmm. and 142 when I was uh, like 30 years old, uh, 28, mm-hmm. 29 waist. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got this belly after, and, and I smoked though too. And when I quit smoking, I started to, I, I gained more of an appetite. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, um, and then your metabolism already slowed oh, down. You know, and then all the stuff that they put in your foods. And I did construction for most of my life. And uh, before I got into building life insurance companies and stuff, that's what I was doing was construction, heavy equipment operator. And I would walk around with a bottle of Tums everywhere, eat those oh. suckers all day long. Oh, well, you know, when you don't know, you don't know. Right. Right. And, um, right. You're just trying to put a buffer in there. Right. Yeah, and then I found the purple pill. A buffer so you don't suffer. <laughs> right. Then I found the purple pill and then my doctor prescribed me some heartburn, uh, some kind of medicine that was over um, actually being prescribed. And, you know, I was on that for a couple of years and I got to the point where it's like, you know what? my body is not healing my stomach was bloating and it would get rock hard mm-hmm. and uh it finally got to a point and i wasn't big like some people but when you're used to being really skinny a little bit of a belly makes a difference you and, know your body oh my god when you feel like passing out just because you're trying to tie your shoes that's not a good sign no <laughs> and um and i'm 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 asking my doctor and you know what Shay, I am amazed on how many doctors don't understand the stomach. And it's when I started doing my own investigating, I started realizing that the stomach is hooked to everything. Mm -hmm. And men carry their fat different. 
-hmm. and it's unhealthy and it can cause heart disease and all kinds of other things. And then, um, you know, I, I, I was just getting frustrated. You know, you're going to the people that you think you should be able to trust to fix it. And, and it's, and I'm telling them, it's like, listen, I'm sick and tired of taking the pill. I shouldn't have to take the pill to not be miserable anymore. And I said, yeah, it is a bandage. The problem is it does damage when it's in your system. Well, and they keep trying to blame it on acid reflux. And I know a little bit about acid reflux and that's one of the biggest stories there is out there to, to sell a pill is, um, I was, I did some studying on that and your body is designed to have acid so that it's appropriately dispersing stuff right. And right. what I found out, it's it not it acid. It's actually a gas because the food's just sitting there, forms a gas, and that's what's coming up burning. Exactly. And so, you know, I'm here I am. I'm asking them. I said, I don't want the pill. I want to heal my stomach. I want to take care of the problem. This Good. is just not doing nothing for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not getting no answers. And then finally, me and you start talking about it. And you said, hey, you know what? I have something that might help you out. And uh, so you, you sent me the stuff. You put me on this smoothie diet. And I'm telling you, within about what was only a couple weeks, I had already lost about 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. And um, the other thing that it was affecting was my energy level. And, mm -hmm. and, I, and I figured I'm 58. Okay, it comes with the time. And after talking to you, found out that's bullshit. Uh, Don't give in to that. It has nothing to friend. do with it. It's because my body's not responding right anymore. It was because of the inflammation. Right. And and I really had a hard time recalling stuff, which mm -hmm. I also was told that's because of older age. And that's not true either, because since I've been on the program, my energy levels come back up. I still like taking a nap. Right but I just take power naps now, just small ones. Right. Mm -hmm. But um, you'll outgrow that soon. I can tie my shoe without feeling like I'm going to pass out. My Perfect. breathing's better because it was affecting my breathing also uh, and my sleep, but my energy level come up and my recall is gotten way better. Grand. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome stuff. And that's uh, one of the other reasons not because, not just that, but that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to get you on here, because what you have going on is, I think, really important. I think it can help a lot of people. And for those of you that don't know, I, uh, I don't just do things. And one of her customers got on and I talked to him and he said he's older than I am. And uh, he said, Frank, the first thing I'm going to tell you is I, I looked right at Shay and I told her, if this stuff tastes like shit, I'm not drinking it. <laughs> and he said, it's actually pretty good. So I, I, I thought that was funny. And then he said, <laughs> I'm 64 years old. Um, he's shorter than I am. And I think at the time he started, he was like 209 pounds, which for his height was a lot. And then yeah, I think technically he was admitting to 220 and 220. he had been, he had been 250 Ooh. and, and how tall is he? Five, six. Oh my God. That's like me being over 300 pounds. So, but he was at 160. He was what, as wide he as said, he I haven't small, been I this small since high school. Right. He said, my energy levels gotten up. He said, I'm no longer on my high blood pressure medication. And he said, 
now this is the one what got me though guys is he's diabetic and at that time i talked to him he hadn't had an insulin shot for over four months mm -hmm. that's uncalled i mean unheard of and i started thinking shay that i have felt with the core of my insides that our medical outfit big farm and all these people have had the cure for these things for years and years but they don't get it out there because they can't sell their pill anymore mm -hmm. and um it's just sad you know that it's not lucrative suffer. for them in business to cure everybody so right. sadly they let it go on right so i mean it's a what you're doing is awesome and uh that's why i wanted to have you on here and could you explain to people why getting rid of the inflammation how, how what that does and and how it affects the rest of the body and actually gets it back to where it, it needs to be right um let me start from the beginning though the reason okay. that we end up in that state to begin with is that we're caused to believe that everything in a grocery store is actually edible yeah um you know there's commercials of how this tastes and what it looks like what's the new you know in thing product um vegetable oil <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that stuff. Um, canola oil is deadly. All, all of those things that you know create a a bogged down system in your body. Um, most of the stuff that's in a grocery store should should not be consumed. Um, they need to fill up shelves, so they do. And right. you know, everybody's trying to get people to buy the latest gimmick. So. Mm. I actually, when I go shopping, I go to the produce area. I go down to, you know, I might get eggs or I get fresh meat or sometimes I go to the butcher. And I do one treat for myself, which is a coconut milk ice cream. Um, but other than that, I basically don't even go into the central aisles of the store okay. because there's nothing beneficial there at all. Right. Maybe a, a, a cleaning product, but I tend to use natural stuff like vinegar and lemon juice and baking soda. Anyway. So most of the store is useless to and me. And olive oil. Um, olive oil, good olive oil is actually good for you. Yes. Um, Moroccan olive oil is the highest. Choice. Yes. I, I did some studying on that, the Moroccan, mm -hmm. and uh, and I got me some good stuff, and I'm going to order the Moroccan. Good. Yes. Good. Yeah, you definitely want to get you know organic when you can, and you know get the best, the best of the best. Better to mm -hmm. spend it on something that's going to help you than on a doctor visit or an illness later on. So, yeah. um, but what happens in ingesting these things is your body doesn't recognize them as food, doesn't know what to do with them and will pull whatever's nutritious from your system through your stomach again. So the acid is really important as long as it stays in the stomach. And then it tries to figure out what to do with the extra stuff. Mm. Some of it will get flushed through but some of it actually gets pulled into your system and stored for later. Okay. As in, if you're starving, if you know you have absolutely nothing left, you pull from those fat stores. And what happens when you accumulate that is your cells get engulfed with this pollution mm -hmm. and it starts pressing organs against organs. You know, your fascia, your muscles are engulfed in it also and you end up with no room to breathe literally and your organs really? are like kids in the back seat of a of a you know a vehicle elbowing each other you know this is my space no you can't have hey you're in my place 
you know, you, you, you talk about the breathing stuff. I actually, because I smoked for so many years, thought it was because my lungs were damaged. And when the weight went away, the breathing got better and it had nothing to do with my lungs. Right, right. Yeah. Um, you, you do need to cleanse though, be careful. And vinegar is fantastic for smokers. Um, it will absorb the tar out of your lungs. Um, that's well, I haven't had a cigarette in almost eight years, so. And, right. and and I'm a big doer of vinegar, so yeah. That's good. You're you're well ahead and of where the average juice. person would be. Yeah, those are great things. As, acids are really good. Citrus is really fantastic. You know, lime juice uh, is something that's more common down here, but it really is a nice you know twist or add something yeah, to the you're water. Got, you're by the Florida Keys, man. You got to have yeah, all that got, lime. Yeah, got key limes down here. Yep, and oranges <laughs> and lemons. Oh my. Yeah, they're all over the place. So, you know, it's like it's like sunshine in a fruit. Yeah. And it's really good cleansing. Um, so so basically what happens is your body starts to slow down because the organs aren't moving and doing. You don't have hormone triggers firing off. And what also happens is your immune system is triggered to the infighting that's going on. And a lot of times people find that they get sick more often because it cannot be on guard in two places. It cannot mind what's going on in your body, try to keep you know, chaos at bay, which doesn't happen in that situation. So right. it's constantly, you know, it's, it's a constant fight. And then your immune system can't focus on what's coming from inside or from outside in. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, you end up having things go under the radar, get under the gatekeeper and, you know, get in and you end up finding yourself sick. And then if you go on a medication, even an antibiotic especially that also flushes all the good bacteria out of your gut and it takes three weeks for you to replenish that Mm. so those things will lay you low in in an instant and it takes a long time to recover you know even even the three weeks that your gut bacteria may come back in to bloom the positive stuff the good stuff it still may take a while for your body to even register that Mm -hmm. and start pulling nutrition from your food and getting the best you know, out of that. And of course, when you're in a compromised state, it seems like it never happens quite fast enough or right. if at all. So what I what I came up with was a way to cleanse the cell level and get rid of all of that stuff out of your system that's not meant to be there. And then with education of what to introduce to your body so that you don't go back into that state, mm-hmm. I make it very relatively simple in grouping things Right. in a couple categories so it's you know it's not really mind-boggling to go to a so store you actually or have a step-by-step program with some counseling on on the whole process right and i take 37 years 30 40 years i mean I hate to date myself but um a lot of studies intense studies well it's okay like if you date know. yourself because you still look like you're in your your 30s so and uh, and that's all I'm going to say about you. that because I, I know better. Um, but I mean, uh, well, I feel like I'm in my 20s, and most 20 year olds can't keep up with me. So you know, I feel good. And that's what pulled me into your program is you told me how you felt and that I could feel that same way. And I mm-hmm. actually, you know, you mentioned about the immune system. I haven't really been sick all winter, and uh, I. I feel I've felt you know like the scratchy and stuffy nose coming on, and then all but of a sudden it's, you hard. it's it's gone. Right. Yeah, and I just keep doing my stuff, things. and 
Right. There's other there's other things I introduce to people. Um, I do one on ones, so you're not walking through my program alone. Right. You have a cheerleader. You know, we celebrate the wins. We do guidance, slow by you know, step by step. And there's different things that you can do to strengthen your immune system mm -hmm. as well. So I introduce those in steps, so that's not too much at one time. And I would say generally about four weeks, people feel completely different. And I have them journal. You know, you're journaling your weight, your measurements. Right. But then also notating, what are you going through when you start? How about two weeks later? Some people journal every week, which is fantastic because then you see the progression. But, um, you know, just take a, a couple moments to jot down at two weeks. What's the differences that you feel? And then go back again, you know, at the, uh, the four week mark mm -hmm. and look again and jot some notes down so you can actually track your changes, which is really important to know where you were to celebrate more so where you are, you know, as you go through your journey. Right. Hmm. But yeah, um, the gentleman that you were talking about, he's quite, quite something. The fact that he was able to, after 40 years, get off of insulin in three weeks on my program. Yeah, that's crazy. Totally blows my mind. It's crazy. Not something I expected. Um, I just wanted to see him get out of a lethargic state to do something he's got grandkids he lost his wife <clears throat> i think six months before six months before i met him and after two two months he decided he would he would try this um he said he had to do something and i said you know your your grandkids just lost their grandmother they don't need to lose their pappy too so you know right. you need to find some inspiration for you know for keep to keep going for your grandkids um, you know, you can travel, you can see them, you can, you know, do anything at this point, you know, let yourself live. I know yeah. it's hard. We walked through the grieving portion, you know, went through steps with that with him. And, um, he, he decided to go full throttle. He told me later, which I thought was funny. He kept saying under his breath, I'll do it, but it's not going to work, but I'll do it, but it's not going to work. But, um, yeah. And, and he's stubborn. Right. I could tell so, that when I talked to him. Yeah, he told me he wasn't going to have me tell him what to do. And he was quite surprised because I said, listen, you can do it. You don't have to do it. But, you know, what? Are, what's the alternative? You're going to continue where you're at or mm -hmm. you can make some changes. And I didn't press him. I'm not one of those. I'm a guy. I'm not, you know, I'm not a control freak. So he was looking for a fight, never got one. And so he decided to stick with it. And he didn't change anything he said on purpose because he wanted to see if it stood on its own merit. So he didn't exercise, although I do have exercises that I offer people that are seven minutes. Uh, you can do in an office, you can do in a small space, you can do Just no matter what age you're at. Huh? Right, and there are also things that you can moderate. So as you get more stamina built up, you know, more endurance built up, you can moderate those to challenge yourself more. Okay. So they are, you know, evolving type of exercises. Um, but he chose not to do that. And he ended up, I'm trying to remember his checkpoints were six and a half weeks, he lost 24 pounds. Wow. That's At crazy. 10 weeks, he lost 36 pounds. At 12 weeks, he lost 45 pounds. Wow. But the most astounding thing was going to the doctor at three weeks. Actually, he didn't go to the doctor. He was called by his doctor at three weeks 
And his doctor started to chew him. And what are you doing? He was afraid to answer because he's like, I don't know, what, what am I in trouble for now? <laughs> and she said, no, 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 you, I've been watching your monitor for your sugar. What are you doing? And he was still like, what's going on? Because he didn't really pay attention to, he knew what it was at the moment, but he wasn't putting a pattern together. Right. How well it was doing. So she said, no, no, it's doing so good. You haven't been this good in, you know, according to your charts that have followed him for 40 years. Um, she had been treating him for at least 10, 10 years by now. Wow. And so she said, um, and he's had some extremes. He went from 800 some points to as far down as 47 and they had to admit him, you know, he was close to death or his head exploding either way. And um, his normal fluctuation could be 400 to 70s. And it wasn't it the doctors that he said that actually told him you need to cut back on your insulin, your ear. Well, or... at the three week call, that's what his doctor said, listen, what you're doing, keep doing it. And I want you to taper off your insulin. I only want you to do it when you feel you need to. If you can keep going like this, this is excellent. And in two weeks, he had a checkup at the doctor's office. And they said, stay off the insulin. Keep some there. If you feel you need it, take it. But otherwise, what you're doing is like, what are you doing? And he, of course, he wasn't going to disclose everything. But he said, I'm on a program. And, you know, I'm seeing how this goes. They said, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. It's, it's awesome to see yeah. you not fluctuating. Because, I mean, he would get glazy-eyed. He would like, you know, lose his thoughts. Um, you know, it concerned me that if he did that while he was driving, you know, right. that's not a good thing. So um, he mm. also ended up dropping a bunch of medications on top of that too. So mm -hmm. his blood pressure was stable. Um, he was on a bunch of, you know, things for water and, you know, kidney issues. His kidney function actually raised up, which they said is an impossibility. Um, he was, I believe, in the 40s. Mm. And it raised up to, I believe, the 60s, which they said, you know, stuff had to be cleansed out of there in order for it to, you know, make room for the kidneys to start working again. So, okay. I mean, this is extraordinary. And I've had other people who've had the same, you know, sleep is better, their energy level is better, their cognition is better, uh, libido kicked back in. And I had a 50-year-old who, 59-year-old actually, who gave up on, you know, a relationship after his wife also passed away and uh he announced to me he was starting to date again so <laughs> i'm like i don't need to know the details but just you know <laughs> yeah, he was like i'm a man after all i'm going i'm like all right and uh so he just announced he has uh, a steady girlfriend now so this is a good thing that's funny <laughs> yeah it's really great to see you know but this is this is a rejuvenation of life this is you know we're not our parents we don't have to go that same route of you know just slowly succumbing to waiting to die which right. is you know the area i'm in is god's waiting room you know but i i really would like to see how many people have the ability to change their life to change their the trajectory of their health and to change their story right and their adventures you know i mean it's it's disconcerting when you're stuck you know with appointments you mm -hmm. have to have, you know, certain medications, certain time of the day so that you can't have the freedom to do whatever you want, um, eat whatever you want, go where, you know, where and when you want. And right. 
you know, having to literally work your schedule around or your travel schedule around when you have doctor's appointments. Right. Um, and if you're afraid to go anywhere because you think something might happen, you know, that fear keeps you from living and it creates its own stress mm -hmm. and you're not then engaged in life. So you're not, you know, getting an influx of newness of, um, you know, just, just the things that we celebrate, which is just spontaneity and, and being able to be with your loved ones. You know, right. that's, we need that freedom back. Absolutely. So, and me and you are, um, you know, we, we, we talk all the time and, and we're both into being in balance, not, and a lot of people don't understand that that entails a lot of different things, spiritual, mm -hmm. mental, physical, um, your social skills, not just, you know, a lot of people think, um, it's all about having a really good career and money and all, but I'm telling you, if one of those things is out of whack, it, it, it drains the other areas of your life. And pretty soon you, and if your, your energy level and your physical is not on cue, it really affects the rest of your life. I mean, it, uh, you just don't have the energy to want to do things. I mean, there was, there was a point where I was, I was feeling so drained. It's like, Oh my God, I just, I don't even know if I want to keep doing this anymore. Right. You don't want to get up off the couch because you're thinking how much energy is it going to take me to go from here to the refrigerator, to the bathroom, to the bed? Do yeah. I really want to well, get up? The thing is, is I wasn't even, um, I thought I was eating okay. But like you said, um, I honestly I believe, half, food. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, I honestly believe half the crap they sell at the store, these companies ought to be arrested. It's, well, it's, I, I it's criminal under... what they're doing to the human body and how they're breaking people down. And then, I mean, I live in a rural state where it's mostly farm here. Mm -hmm. And even your soil has been so depleted that, and this is what a lot of people don't understand. Um, Dawn from the Philippines, and when she first came over here, first thing she said is, sweetheart, how come American people are so big? And then when she saw the portions of foods that they eat, it's like, oh my God, they're pigs. And they're not mm -hmm. afraid in the Philippines to say the word pig. But, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is what people don't understand is you're eating a lot, but you're not eating anything because there's no food in the food. Right. This is why you there's keep no reaching it. for it. Yeah, right. you, like you're just never more. filled up. You're not getting the mineral anymore. And which... see, that's why people have cravings right it's because your nutritional uh needs are not being met cravings so your are telling your body for. you're missing something here right and what we've been brought up on is you know snacking so when your body is feeling tired somewhere around noon time you know you've maybe had something earlier and you're working and you're getting <clears throat> bored of course right. and you're stressing you know stress is a way to say okay let's go somewhere else Oh, we could go and eat. We're going to have some coffee. We can do this. We can get a snack. We can get some chips out of the vending machine. Mm -hmm. And you end up using that. Um, it becomes like a habit, a cyclical habit. What you're doing is introducing your body to something. Instead of what it needs, you're just giving it something to keep right. your stomach busy. And what I find is when you introduce yourself to proper nutrition, and you're satiating all of your nutritional needs, all what your organs need, you know, your blood, everything 
um, you know, that we basically need, you don't have those cravings. Mm -hmm. But if you do happen to get hungry, grab something that's natural, and then you reprogram your mind that, oh, I need this vitamin, then it formulates an idea of where do I get that from? What right. fruit, what vegetable? And you're craving those things, which is beautiful. Right. Well, so you and, reprogram yourself. And, and uh, part of my smoothie is is the blueberries and the red grapes. And, uh, you know, um, the blueberries are like one of the, it's like one of the most number one detox berry that there is out there. The highest level of antioxidants. And now yep. I don't just put them in my smoothie. I buy a lot of blueberries here and I just, I just eat them. Throw them up and catch them, huh? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Might as well make it an exercise, right? Get it's, something else out of it. It's <laughs> crazy, but you know, you would think. I don't know. You, you, you go to the Philippines, they don't monitor any of their food. Hmm. And they got more bacteria in their food than we do. And right. uh, it's not altogether bad because when Don came over here, one of my buddies is married to a Filipino lady also. And he said, don't be surprised if Don and Hannah don't get sick for at least two years. He said, mm -hmm. because their bodies are used to more bacteria. And he said, right. but what you're going to see is their bodies are going to break down in two years and then they're going to start getting sick. Right. Because, and... I don't know if the the people that uh, monitor our food, I don't think that's a good program. They're eliminating some of the things that we actually need in our food and adding stuff in there that we shouldn't be eating at all. Right. Corn syrup, that's deadly as all get up. And that's in Absolutely. everything. Right. Yeah. yeah, they put sugars in everything. Sugar, Sugars actually block your body's ability to to do what it needs to do normally, you know, your immune system, um, it just, it wreaks so much sabotage on your body. It's, right. It really is. And, and when you actually get where you're at, what you're talking about, you, you, you actually, and it takes a while. I understand that because I, I, I just look at it. How many years has my body been being abused to where I'm at right now? Give myself a little bit of, you know, time here to get it adjusted, but Right. you start to slowly lose those cravings for the sugar when you start eating appropriately right. and your body and starts to heal with the smoothie what ends up happening is you're introduced to natural sugars so your body is getting those sweet kicks that you you need or you want mm -hmm. from a natural source which is then filtered processed and filtered and flushed Right. So you pull the sugars, you use them for energy, and nothing is left back in your body. I call it being water soluble. Everything that's natural is water soluble. It's not going to leave anything behind in your body that could create a mutation of cells, um, you know, cancers or other illness, trigger other, um, you know, cells to form um, and, and sabotage an organ from, right. you know, create assist create you know some kind of a a tumor of some kind just because there's something your body wants to get rid of and can't right. so usually what it does is encapsulates and it creates you know something around that and it can get you know it can trigger other cells also to mutate 
Well, before I learned what you have going on, the first time I started understanding the belly fat was Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. And and he had a program way, way back in the day about the acidity and all that of the stomach. Mm -hmm. And he said, you will you will lose a certain amount, even if you think you're being healthy, but you still have that little bit of pooch. You can't get rid of that belly. And he Mm -hmm. said, the reason why you can't get rid of it is because your stomach is unhealthy and that fat is storing up to protect your organs and everything else. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people don't understand that. So, you know, it's just, to me, it's sad that you, you think you can trust the medical field to take care of these things and heal it. And when they're just band-aiding everything because they're being told to do that. Um, it's, and, right. and I don't even know if they are aware that they're doing it half the time. Because uh, well, my doctor was a good doctor. He's also a friend. Right. It's systemic. Um, I think I think that everyone kind of works together. And some mm-hmm. people might be just out of the loop, ignorant, or right. just so busy that they're really not keeping up on, you know, all parts of, you know, for a doctor, all parts of the body. They are right. focused on whatever their particular speciality is. Um, but I do believe that, you know, the ignorance of of us, you know, I'll, I'll blame us. We need to know what we're doing. Right. Because we're responsible for our own body. We're responsible mm-hmm. for what we do with it. Absolutely. If it's not healthy, we're not going to be able to do as much as we want to. So I've always told people, you got to be your own doctor, your own lawyer, your own candlestick maker, whatever you need to do for your life study as much as you possibly can and get to know it what you don't know you know seek others out who are further along than you are you know research it youtube is great for all sorts of things mm-hmm. you might have to take some some things with a grain of salt but still um you can get a well-rounded understanding of something and then deduce your own understanding of how you apply it to yourself mm-hmm. so you really have to educate yourself because there's there's too much reason not to you know there's too much money in not curing people not having people be wise you know almost back in medieval times when they didn't allow people to read couldn't read the bible didn't know what your your you know godly rights were you know couldn't read laws so you didn't know what your you know earthly rights were and ignorance was bliss they thought someone you know got smart and said hey you know what this is not cool I'm going to start to educate myself, you know, learn how to read, learn, you know, teach other people. Right. And, you know, education was born. Now we have more than enough information and still people choose to ignore it when it comes to their own body. They've been trained right. to do ignore it. Well, me and, right. you, are, and, me I mean, and you are in the self-education world. And we also understand that the education world, school systems and all that, it's broke. It's a broke system. And it's it's still way back here and it needs to uh, evolve or it's going to be eliminated because you can go online and study more and, and get more detail uh, knowledge on your own than you can right. in school because they're just they're just given general knowledge anymore. So right. and there's only so much that they can cover in a day of the basics. You know, if I mean, you think about it, all the stuff that we learned and how much right. more has come to pass since we were in grade school or high school, um, you know, kids would be in, in, in school 24 seven for for 50 years and still not. But I think they need to learn how to consolidate 
concisely consolidate what's really important. And it's about health and nutrition and updating people as to basics. You know, the food groups and all that stuff is great. But right. what should we be avoiding? What mm -hmm. should we be eating? You know, break it into simple things, which is what I did in my program, is to not stress someone who's already stressed. Right. You need more to think about. You don't need more work to do. You need less. Right. You know, there's a quote by Bruce Lee that for the life of me, I can't, I can't quote it, but it had to do with life is about lessening what you have, mm -hmm. making things simple, lightening the burden, lightening the responsibility in, in so many words. Yeah. And, you know, it's not about accumulation. It, it, um, life is, a, is like water is what he talks about. And flow. water flows with everything. He said, so be like water. Mm hmm because now you're not resisting anything you're you're going with things you're going with the na natural of the way it should be yeah um right. i was oh, martial arts over 30 years he was my guy <laughs> yeah but yeah, he's pretty um, extraordinary. but you're also um and, and i'm just going to throw this out there uh you're you're also an established artist Yes, sir. And you have other programs out there that you were going to be doing in the future, too. Um, I know right now this is your main thing that you're going to be doing, but how long have you been an artist? I, you, you've actually talked to my 12-year-old, uh, Hannah, because mm -hmm. she's, she's an up-and-coming little artist. And now she's... I, I got her a camera for Christmas. She wanted it, and I got her a nice Canon. And she takes it everywhere. She's zooming in and out. She's playing with video and stuff. And now it's becoming part of her hand. And mom said, <laughs> no, let's just get her a cheap one. She's only 12. And everybody else is saying, she's only 12. She's going to lose interest. And it's just going to sit there. Well, when COVID came out is when she started to paint and draw. Because she was stuck at home. Right. And that, Gotta do something. that's almost three years ago. Two and a half what it's, it's been very a therapeutic and she's still doing it and so when she sets her mind to something or she has a passion for something i'm sitting here thinking no this is not how she responds she actually goes she obsesses it and she goes into it so mm -hmm. for me getting her the camera was a no-brainer and it's like first of all this flows with her art right. it is artistic she has an artistic mm -hmm. brain and um, now she can do more. She can actually take beautiful pictures and paint that on a canvas, or right. she can do film and video. And, and and you know, I've been working with her on on the self growth and and how to how to use the brain full out. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm telling you what this girl is. She's she's really good i mean for 12 years old i'm really impressed um and it's a lot of fun and mm -hmm. when she first came over here shay i i talked to um um crystal about that last night on the podcast last night because crystal works with kids uh when she first came over here she was either in my armpit or dawn's armpit she hid there she was yeah. so shy couldn't speak mm -hmm. any english and now when she's walking, she's out in front, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, and all her friends really, you know, they go to her. They ask her to help her with her schoolwork because she she's uh, she just got her grades the other day. All A's except one B. She's she's maintained a, either a 4.0 or a 3.8 something. Almost 4.0. Well, I applaud you there, Dad. 
Uh, yeah, well, you know, and, and this is something else I had to cop to last night. You know, in the beginning, I was a shitty life coach with my kids. You know, we, we go through our mistakes on, on the first ones and then we start to learn that's not really working and you got to learn to adjust and because of the world that we live in with self-education and that we allow ourselves to have an open mind we're willing to change and learn new techniques things that actually work better Um, i've spent years studying the brain how it works and how to counteract it how to redirect it or when it doesn't work why (laughs) yeah when the inflammation's so bad it it stops (laughs) But it's just um, one of the things that I'm fine. I uh, am really strong about um, this program is I want to encourage women all over the world. Okay. um, To get their story out there and to, to go after their passion. What are some things that you could say that would encourage women that want to do what you're doing and get out there? but they're struggling or they're scared. What are some things that you would offer them? Well, as an encouragement, I always find setting a goal is a good way to move things forward, right? So generally I go to what's the end result. Mm -hmm. And in a very general way, I say, when you leave this planet, where do you want to be? What do you want to be known for? you want to have any you know regrets that you didn't do something there's a lot of older people around here and Mm -hmm. you hear that a lot well if I had only known what I know now if I had taken the chance and the opportunity if I didn't let fear or the unknown get in my way I would have done x thing you know and it's inspiring to hear that even though it's sad at the same time yeah so I will go to what's what's the end result what what would you like to you know, feel or have experienced at the end of your life. And then I go back to where are we now? What is it that excites you? What is it that when you're just thinking about it, puts a smile on your face? Yeah. When you're talking to somebody, you're in your group, you're in your element. It's a, like a testimony. Right, right. Yeah. So I believe that we all are here for a reason absolutely and your likes your dislikes those simple things the things you've experienced um you know whatever it is that holds your interest Mm -hmm. those are the little telltales of the treasures that await you if you follow those right so you know that's your passion that's your 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 invitation then it's a matter of finding what is it that you think is your overall purpose? So if you could do this and inspire people, what would that look like? If you could share that, if you could do it every day, you know, to make yourself happy, how would you feel about sharing that with somebody? Mm-hmm. And then you find your power, which is finding mentors, finding the education that you need. Your circle of people, to, right? Right, your tribe. Yeah. You know, who is it that's in front of you who does what you do that you can learn from and of course you're going to make it your own right but there's somebody who has gone before you to some degree and has accomplished something in the realm of what you want to do seek those people out they're going to encourage you they're going to challenge you right they're going to keep you accountable 
Right. But that's the best company to keep. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you want to be in that circle. And then I, I spoke to someone earlier today and it was one of those weird things that happens to me all the time. Um, it was a, a phone call totally unrelated to anything right. that we were talking about. And I just felt a very strong sense of she was working, um, trying to remember, I think it was, uh, I think it was paying a bill. It was inquiring at my bank about something. And I just got this overwhelming feeling that she, that's not her thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I said, you're really good at what you're doing. You should think about using that somehow to put yourself in a position because more people should be doing customer service the way you're doing it. Right. And I just got word for her and she said, you have no idea what you're doing because this is now answer to a prayer. You're affirming what I've asked to be led in. And it turns out that she's a comedian and she was trying to figure out how to balance working at the bank, working on stage. She says, as soon as I get done here, I'm off to a gig somewhere. Mm. And I wasn't sure if I should keep pursuing this and keep pushing this. And you just answered what it is, you know, I've been asking all this while. And we were, you know, talking to the point where she said, I'm, I'm, I'm Nikki here. She was choking up. And she said, you're so inspiring. I said, but you're inspiring me. You don't understand. I wish I could be that funny. I wish I could go on stage and, you know, right. be that engaging. Um, she said, you know, we can, we can exchange information. Um, but to me, it's, but you helped you know, like, her stay with her passion. Right. Right. You know, and it was, and, and, you know, it's the thing with me, it happens so often. I run into somebody who's not had, has, has been misdirected. Right. Who's been led down a, a path of not believing in themselves. And I immediately see the beauty in someone and the power and what they're hiding. You know, there's, something in there that's being suppressed and oppressed right and just in asking a couple questions engaging in conversation it's not it's not wrote what i do it's just asking about them being in service to them helping them explore themselves that they give the answers that they need which is amazing and then just encouraging that this is who you are and this is what you should be and anybody who's in your life that is telling you otherwise who's trying to keep you in a place right. where you're not living that passion and they're not celebrating you literally celebrating you and inspiring you encouraging you to do what you're here to do mm-hmm. those are not your people even if they're your parents even if they're your spouse even if it's your sister or your best friend they may not have your you know best interest right in their heart so maybe you need to find other people you know keep them keep them there Right. But, you know, don't write everybody off, but you need to decide who you're going to have in your inner circle because they get in your head, they get in your heart, they get in your spirit. You have to prioritize and that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really so, you know, it happens I'm, I'm dining out and I speak to a waitress or right. I'm in a store and someone will ask me for a product and where it is. And I don't know, but conversations start. And a lot of times I end up leaving with them hugging me and crying and... I mean, to me, that's inspiring. You know what it is because, and this is how I look at it. And we've talked about this, you know, um, for those of you that don't know uh, about me and, and Shay, Shay's born the same day I am. Uh, she's, yes. my twi- she's my twin, my female twin. 
And uh, when we found that all out, everything Birthday made buddy. sense because we, we connect pretty good. And we're mm-hmm. all, also both really good talkers, but but we're passionate and 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 that's what it's about and um but when when i'm allowed to do what you just said when you touch that lady you know and you got her emotionally back to who she really is i look at that when when those moments happen for me it's like thank you heavenly father for allowing me a part of your work I don't take credit for it. I thank him for allowing me, using me to, to be a tool to get to experience that because it's awesome. I told her that very thing. Oh my God. It it, it is. It's awesome. And that's what keeps me going. Don't thank me. Thank him. You know, he allowed for this conversation. He allowed for you to answer at the time that I decided to call. And and why are we doing what we're doing for this very reason? It's not about it, it. It is. And like you said, we all have a purpose here. And we all fit a piece of that puzzle. And the more people that you can inspire and let them know, hey, listen, your story is just as important as mine and Tony Robbins, anybody else. And it's necessary. And I was talking right. about and this. there's someone always behind you. Everybody. Even if you don't think that you're the be all end all, you're still learning. There's always someone. I, I look at it like a ladder. There's always somebody further down the rungs on the ladder. Right. that you can help lift up to where you're at while someone else is inspiring you and you're mm-hmm. getting educated to how to do what you want to do, you know, more succinctly. And then you pass that on. You let yes. the next person know, hey, I'm doing this. I was there. And we call you that know, the shortcut, do don't we? Too. When yes. you're helping somebody get out of a place that you were in at one time, but you learn how to get through it. And now you're offering that to somebody else so they don't have to stay stuck there. It, it's and the, it also helps it, solidify it in your own mind. Yes, it does. Because now you're going through the interplay of, okay, I was there and confused. I was there and doubtful. I was there in a dark place. How I many, was there not knowing if I had the ability to right. get out of it at all. Yeah. And now here I am. And my thing is the more people that we help, mm. you know, share in the celebration of success on the journey, Mm-hmm. The more examples there are for other people to see, right. you know, and, we all help each other. And how many times in that, Shay, when you're doing that work, you realize, you know what? Um, that's everything I needed to hear myself. Right. You re-solidify it into your own mind. Yeah. Yes. You re- yeah. you counsel yourself. Yeah. I, I look at it that way when you raise kids too. You get to be a kid all over again. You get to re-nurture yourself. You get to re-inspire yourself and right. grow up you know, maybe in a different way, you know, uh, without, we, we sometimes um, are missing out on things that we give our kids so that we can heal ourselves. Right. You know, by giving it to our children. Well, I think the best leaders and teachers are the best students. Mm-hmm. I always, I always. Always remain teachable. I, I, I do that every day. I've done that in every job I went to. I've always played the dummy so that I could be teachable. And I allow myself that oh, opportunity. That's, that's a gig, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, bef- before I forget, man, before we, we end this podcast, I, I want you to let everybody know um, how, 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 if they're interested in your program and stuff, how to get a hold of you, where to go to find you. And uh, yeah. Well, um, 
I'm actually building out my program. So I'm super okay. excited about that. And uh, I have a page on Facebook that I'm getting set and ready. It's Shay Reagan, S-H-A-E. Reagan is R-E-G-A-N. So you can find me that way. Okay. Uh, you can also email me at healthfirstlife at gmail.com. Um, I will be adding group pages and, you know, figuring out different, you know, different options to have groups together um, so we can celebrate life and health and, you know, different tidbits of how to make life easier and how to, you know, establish health and, and you know, based on knowledge. Okay. So we can all celebrate being healthy. So they can go to these areas to get a hold of you and then you can do a, like a one-on-one and, and go over what will work for them and set up yeah something. yeah yeah we can do um you know 15 minute 30 minute call um i call them pep rally calls you know okay cheerleading calls and um you know see how i can help them if there's any questions just in general that i can help them with i'm certainly happy to see somebody you know living their best life and right you know sometimes it's just a little bit you know a little start you know a little bit of information will help a great deal because that's geometric you know right. that affects today, tomorrow, and the rest of their life. Oh, hello. <laughs> awesome. Is there anything you want to say before we end the, the podcast? Well, I'm very grateful for this opportunity to be able to share um, what I'm doing. Um, I am so thrilled to see how this has helped people. And then I really am interested to see how many more people's lives, quality of life can be changed, um, you know, by something so simple. I believe right. that God gives us a lot of um, you know, very simple tools that we tend to ignore. So mm -hmm. bringing things back to a simple place to be able to, um, you know, live in a place of peace and freedom is really important while you're doing what you're meant to do. So things have a tendency to flow, as you said, very, very gently when everything's in its place. And, right. um, you know, I, I'm so inspired by everybody else out there that's doing their thing. And, um, you know, it's just, it's a thrill for me to be able to help people and to see that that result, to be able to celebrate successes with them. Awesome. Well, I want to let you know that I feel blessed and honored that you are a part of my circle and my life. And uh, I can't wait uh, for those top, um, times that we're going to get together because we uh, we would like to do retreats together and yeah. work together too because right. a lot of our stuff intertwines. So yeah um thank you yeah look out for that we're going to be planning something we want something. to do an, a full immersion retreat where you can come relax forget and about stuff clear your mind ground yes you know fill it up with good stuff and then when you go back to your environment you're you know running on on full blast and absolutely so and i talked to crystal about that last night too she said she'd be into that also but also before i get off here guys um um Crystal, who was on last night, and Shay um, are also interested in all three of us doing like a fireside chat uh, podcast. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun when we do that. We're going to probably want to do it live so that you can actually come on and visit with us. And I will be letting you know in the near future when we will do that. So we're going to probably all three hook up and 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 go over some stuff and get it ready to go. So, and we will probably, we might be doing that also on um, Clubhouse because there's a lot of people that come onto the Clubhouse and and it's about getting 
the message out there. So I want to thank everybody for uh, being a part of the podcast. Please follow it. The more you follow this, um, the the more we're able to get uh, everybody's message out to the world and and make things a lot better than they are. So uh, remember, you Amen are greatness. Yes. So remember <laughs> your greatness because you come from greatness. And remember to start your day in prayer and then in prayer. God bless you. And we'll see you later. God bless you. Thanks. Good night. Good night.